Hello, and welcome to the Basic Income Podcast. I'm Owen Poindexter. And I'm Jim Pugh. And this week we are featuring an interview with Enno Schmidt, co-founder of the 2016 Basic Income Referendum in Switzerland, with our own uh, Sani Anantharaman, who's a co-director of the Universal Income Project. Enno brings a very interesting perspective on basic income based on his background as an artist, his views of what the policy means and how to approach it. Uh, really differ from most folks that you you talk to in the space. And that really comes out in some interesting ways in terms of just how he designs the campaign, how he thinks of it from the start. And also how he views the psychology of the people getting involved in the campaign and, and the folks that they, they talk to there. So this interview was recorded at a live event in San Francisco, so you will hear the occasional audience reaction. So without further ado, this is Enno Schmidt and Sandhya Anantharaman on the Basic Income Podcast. I know. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, so first, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Okay, I'm, I'm a German. I went to Switzerland to start the Initiative for an Unconditional Basic Income because they have this tool of direct democracy, and we have that not in Germany. So with this tool, a political tool, uh, that you can make a people's initiative and you can come in the public and you can create it to a state's affair, that was for me the reason to, uh, to go to Switzerland and some other reasons. So my colleague Daniel Henny was in Basel and we started the initiative in 2006. Uh, two people, just two people, you don't need more and you can start a revolution. Um, we started it by a website, by events like this. We have had a space in Basel, so Daniel is an entrepreneur. He has a big house in the middle of Basel, Enterprise Mitte called. Um, a big coffee house, and so by this we have had a space for events and a headquarter, and that um, gives us the opportunity to have many, many things running there. From the first point on, and the beginning on, it was um, important for me that this initiative is not just about a new model, some complicated thing, an unconditional basic income, but that it is beauty. It's, it has to be attractive, so the website was attractive, the events um, has been attractive, and then the, the answer of my question, if you want to know where the art is today, then go into, into the enterprises, because in the enterprises, the, 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 the companies, they are creating our understanding of things, our planning of our life, they are doing all the sculptures that surround us here. So they all are done like art pieces with a moral will, with some, some intention, and that, is, that has an impact. So I, I thought, okay, yeah, that, that convinced me. I'm, and I went in enterprises to look where the art is in the enterprises. So where is it? It is in the enterprise because, of, in the enterprise because all the people are living there, doing there the, the important things, but where is the enterprise? So there's a lack, it's missing. The art is missing in the economy. And that was for me a long way to work in enterprises and I found that an enterprise art and economy expanded. And so on the question, how is money created? And I went in a bank to look how, how, how can we do it, create money and build up foundations. And so I was in the society on the way in the different parts as an artist to look deeper what's really going on there, where is the art? So, what is it from the perspective of an artist? And that leads me to an unconditional basic income. And with that film, the first I did, um, 
that was a big success. So it's so far, I guess, two million um, viewers. And then other people come with us, and they said, now it's time to start a people's initiative. So we didn't know when we sh should do it. We thought we need more time to educate the people. So also in Switzerland, it was not known, or really not known, about this crazy idea of doing nothing and get money. What's, why that? There's a work ethic. There's all that's what you are having here in the United States also. Um, so it needs a time, and people come along with us, and they wanted to start the initiative, the People's Initiative. And that means a People's Initiative is you hand in a text, a small text, we just wrote there, um, a life and dignity and the part participation for everyone in the society. That's, that's what we want, an unconditional basic income, all the other things, the government can do it. Um, so we ordered the government there. And with that, if it's agreed with, you are allowed to do, then you have 18 months' time to collect 100,000 valued signatures. So that's because Switzerland is so little. It's just 8 million inhabitants and 5.5 million citizens. And we did that and collected the signatures and created um, a method how to do it, so to do it by achievable goals, to do it by our own determination, what we want to uh, achieve the next month, the next week, with a lot of parties, to make it to a way of success and a way of fun, not a way of suffering by such a big number. And then when we, ha when we handed in these signatures, we thought about um, to make a, a good party and to make some good image. And we, just, we, we got eight million coins, five cent coins, five rappen in Switzerland. They are pretty nice, golden, real money, 16 tons of real money. So we needed a heavy, heavy truck, and the people by the truck company, we asked if they, they could do it for us. Um, they asked, yeah, for what, for what? So normally there are stones in it. I have for money. Oh, and they, it, uh -huh, it was not so easy. So yeah, are you from the mafia, or what, what is it? What is it? <laughs> But it was an amazing picture to have a truck full of money driving through the streets and to the capital of Switzerland, Bern. And then we dropped it out on the Federal Square, just in front of the Federal Palace and in front of the National Bank, so that they can see what money is for and that there is enough money, that money is not the problem. There's not a lack of money, there's a lack of ideas or there's a lack of consciousness. We have so much money we never have had, so it's a problem that we have so much money. And all the poverty is an, arti an artificial thing to hold on by old behaviors, old needs. So because we reject the challenge of today to have the basic to live, we have it. There's productivity enough and that's about it is, it's not about money. So, okay, but we did, we did this mountain of money and then we wept it out over the square. And it was amazing, there was no plan, you know, we didn't make so much plans about what, what will happen. But it was amazing to see, some people like to work with it on the floor of a basic income, so it's a symbol, the golden floor. Some people like to work with it, some people like to talk and meet with each other, children like to play with it, 
Some people like to sit there having a meal, and some people like to take something away of that. Um, and it was like you have a carpet for everybody, so the mountain of money becomes a floor for everybody. And you saw people are living on it, people are working on it, people are having party on it, children are playing on it. So at the end we did it away and in our headquarter, that is, the building is um, the headquarter of the former Forks Bank in Switzerland. So we have a big safe room, or what's the name? A big, a big, yeah. And in there, there was money. And then it, that looks like, um, um, not Donald Duck, but <laughs> <laughs> who's that with the money pool? <laughs> yeah. So this picture, like you mentioned, that was all over the world then. Because that's amazing. That's what I found so incredible about your campaign is you were consistently able to create these images that really told a story, right? Even if people didn't necessarily know everything, the details of the referendum or why you did it, they saw this picture of, like you said, this abundance, right? And then, you know, people being able, everyone being able to stand on this sort of income floor. That was a very powerful message. And, you know, I think those have become the iconic images of basic income around the world now. Um, and I want to ask you later about the poster, but one thing first. So, you know, you all, you made this film. You got incredible traction with it. And you said, okay, we have to start a campaign. Why was it so important for you to do a referendum? Why was it important to say, you know, we should have put this on the ballot, have people vote on this? Absolutely. No, no idea what else. So because you have the opportunity in Switzerland, and for me that is so important to have this debate in the entire population. It's easy to have it on a left-wing group, or it's easy to have it in an academic level, to talk about what other people... So that's not interesting for me, the other people give or eradicate poverty, all the old kinds of ideas. To have it in, have it in the entire population, all the people, that's interesting for me. And because it's for me, it's, it's democracy. It's about democracy. So it um, improves and strengthens and recalls democracy because it's the same idea like democracy. You remember the idea of democracy, how we argued against that 200 again, years again? It was you cannot believe by the people, you cannot trust the people. Uh, to vote and to decide is only for the people they are with, with some property, ownership, so they are responsible, but not the fork, not the crowd. The crowd is too stupid, let them go their way. And that's the same arguments that are called against a basic income. And for me, therefore, it is the same idea, like introduce democracy or like abolishing slavery. It's always it's the same idea in our times. And therefore, to have a referendum means a process. So democracy is not a competition game. Democracy is an education, an ongoing debate, an ongoing thinking about to hear what other, th other people are thinking, to, to realize what yourself are thinking, and to enhance your ideas, your capacity to think. And therefore, a referendum was, for me, absolutely the goal. And also because that makes the public. So everything is about bring it to the public. Everything is about bring it to as much people as you can. And this thing to have a referendum helps us a lot to attract um, awareness. 
So tell us about the conversations people are having, the skeptics, the supporters. You know, why were, what were the major reasons people were excited about this idea, but the reasons that they were nervous about it? Yeah, they were nervous about it because they don't know what will happen if something is going on. If there is an unconditional basic income, you don't know what will happen, and you don't know what will happen if you don't look to yourself. So it's uh, funny, but we asked the question, many people then did surveys and all this stuff, um, what will you do when there would be an unconditional basic income high enough to live from in a decent way but modest? And 80% around said, you know, I, I, I will work further on, it's my work, um, I'm not at the, at the wrong place, but maybe I would like to have more time for social relationships, my children, and so on. But they said, I will work further on, no question. And in the opposite, to ask the same people, and what do you think about the others? Do you think the others will stop working or work further on? And also, around 80% said, yeah, I believe the others, you know, they will stop working and the country will go down. And so you see, we have a cultural problem you have one image of human being that's for you and your best friends, you know, and then another image of, of human beings that the others. And that is amazing. So that was one argument. Um, we don't know what will happen because people didn't think about it seriously by themselves. Then you know what will happen. And other things is financing. So it's, it's not to finance. But that is also to don't think about taxes, to, about, to don't go inside this new idea. This new idea includes new ideas about taxation and all this stuff. Um, then I think one is the bitterness that I have had to work so hard my lifetime and now the young generation will get it for nothing. Never! So it's just a psychological problem. And I think the most strong, uh, let's say, opposition is psychological things, psychological problems. So nothing hurts you more than to leave your right um, opinion. So I have a right opinion. And now they come with this unconditional basic income and that waves it away. So that is awful. It can't be. It's, it's so much about fixed opinions, fixed beliefed, beliefs, the, um, that you identify with the things you learned, and it's um, such a challenge for the people to think by themselves. So it's really not so easy. We are always in established ways of thinking, established emotions about social justice, about um, braveness and other stuff, and an unconditional basic income opens up the space of opportunities, but also it, it throws you back to yourself. So it's about your awareness. It's about your thinking. Your awareness in what society are we living today? And that's not what the TV is telling to you and not what teachers are telling to you. It has to be um, fine by yourself. And I think by this, it is, real, it is right in our time, but it is a challenge. Mm -hmm. You've talked before about the fact that you think that a universal basic income would actually get people to have to think to themselves about what they want to do, who they are. Tell us a little bit more about that. 
the question what they want to do about the, the, the biggest poster or about the debate? <laughs> <laughs> both, both. Both. Um, yeah, um, some people are afraid to think what they really want to do because they didn't do that. And, and afraid to see maybe I missed my biography. And so it's not such an easy thing with non-conditional basic income. But remember, it's just a basic income. So it's not a paradise. It's not everything. It's just a basic income. But I think again, it touches you in a way that we maybe not like to be touched by questions that are really deep. Questions, if I did the things right, if I'm really in my own line. And so because of that, people maybe are anxious to, to look what I, will, what I really will do. And on the other hand, when they do it, so yeah, then it, it, it strengthens the people. So you know, healing is I ask a physician in relation to basic income, do you think it has something to do with healing? And she said, yes, because healing always is when people find what they really want and then do it. That's make you, that's makes you healthy. So, and in this way, it is both sides. It's first a rejection and, and, and anxiety, and on the other hand, it is an wow, open eyes. And the second about this question, what would you do um, if your, for your income, oh, what is the name for your income? Is we're take, taken care of. We're right? taken care of. So we thought, yeah, maybe this is the most important question in the world. So um, it is, at the end, the question, what is the meaning of my life? And we thought that could be good to make the biggest poster of the world. Uh, the biggest poster that is then more than 8,000 square meters and we looked to a place where we can lie it on the, on the floor and that was the only place in Switzerland that was big enough is in Geneva and we made this biggest poster of the world, Guinness World Record and um, have had a helicopter for all the press from worldwide that they can have a look from the top and so and that also went around the world and we, we take care that it is at this uh, Times Square on the same day on the big screen there and then after that the German people asked us um, if they could have it in Germany and they made it on the street from Brandenburger Tor to the victory um, thing and then it was the longest poster of the world <laughs> and also with, with filming. So that other picture, the images and for me that's important to have images and the images are not struggling against, they are not propaganda in, in such a way. They are in a way funny. They are in a way easy. So they have not so much content. It's, so even the sentence is not really English. <laughs> um, to go away from this to force the people, to force them to believe in that or to force them now believe by basic income. No, you are free. So we just offer you something and we want to have fun. It's our lifetime, you know. That's not a thing we are running for anything and then it's, it's good. No, we are living now. So when people ask you to define or talk about what is a universal basic income, what do you think is the most important way to describe it or the most important framing or the best way to explain it? Uh, you have to find it in the US because it, it depends on mentality. For me, the most important thing is to imagine it don't determines you. It also don't determines you to be a good man or woman. It don't determines to be creative. 
So it's away from ideologies. It's not the better world, it's just on basic income. It's not for the better people, it's for everybody. Everybody as we are. So it's not an ideology. We are so, um, it's so um, normal to argue for an idea and to say, then everything is better. So no, nothing will be better with an unconditional basic income. It depends on you if it's worse or better. It is just a better basis, I think. So that's for me the most important thing and the most difficult thing to, um, to argue for something that don't gives you the security, the safe um, knowledge, then it will become better. And that it don't determines us. That was Eno Schmidt and Sandhya Nantharaman on the Basic Income Podcast. It was really interesting to see Eno's perspective on what it actually means to advocate for basic income and, and how he talked about beauty as really being the underlying force and the, the goal, what was driving them and, and how they approached all of their work. Yeah, what struck me about it is that if you think about the, the goals of an artist when they are creating art, it's, you know, to make you think about yourself and society and existence and, and to experience beauty. And those were his goals for this campaign. And he, he's really an artist first and a, a politician or an organizer second. And if you look at some of the big attention-grabbing events that were really hallmarks of the campaign, I, I think you see that coming out there, that it's really geared towards reaching people on an emotional level, not getting into the policy details, but rather making them think about that big, different world. Yeah, and what, that's what's really endured from the campaign is the, the art, you know, the, the coin dump and the giant poster. Those are on maybe half of the articles that you read about the basic income use those images. So we actually have a special request to our listeners for this episode. If you like the podcast, we'd ask that you tell one friend about it. Uh, get them to, or encourage them to, to take a listen and, and see what they think. We are trying to expand our audience, and uh, word of mouth is, is probably the best way that that can happen. So we'd really appreciate your help with that. And thank you to Eric Davidson, our producer. And as always, if you like what you hear, please rate and review us on iTunes. And we'll talk to you next week.